some help for whistleblowers in sport. I'm Ed Hula with the latest edition of Around the Rings Radio. Today we'll be talking about a, a brand new organization called Fair Sport, which is going behind the scenes to provide a range of support for whistleblowers in sport, primarily right now blowing the whistle on, on doping, cheating in sports that we've been hearing about over the past couple of years. With us to talk about Fair Sport and what it hopes to achieve is Johan Olaf Koss, the three-time Winter Olympic gold medalist in speed skating, uh, very renowned for his career that's included humanitarian work, including Right to Play, the organization he founded to help young people around the world in distressed situations. Johan Olaf Koss, thanks very much for joining us today on Around the Rings Radio. Well, thank you very much, Ed, for inviting me. I'm looking forward to speaking to you. Well, fair sport. It's supposed to help whistleblowers behind the scenes uh, with a range of services, legal aid, media services, uh, financial support. What what are you trying to do with, with, with fair sport? How is it to help? Well, fair sport, it's kind of a a start of a foundation who kind of sees kind of being one piece of a bigger puzzle in relation to the fight against doping in sport. As we know that I think athletes or individuals is related to sport. Um, they've, they have a difficult place to go if they have information they want to share, uh, but don't know how to do it or where to go. I'm not sure they want to go to the authorities, you know, WADA or the national anti-doping agencies or even the international or national sport federations due to the work they're already working on. So they, they feel like I need to have a place to go uh, where I can kind of explore my opportunities and understand what's going to happen and how I can do this in the right way. Um, then the second part is obviously that people with very big information uh, in, in relation to large doping fractions. I think we can see the problem being that they get ostracized, they get set aside from sport when they come forward. Uh, people don't include them. They have to, uh, some have to flee the country. Some people have to. They have to make sacrifices. Big sacrifices for what they're doing. They lose their jobs, uh, lose their way of incomes, etc., etc. Um, and I think this is, this is not really re- appropriate uh, you know, they're brave individuals who are trying to come forward and telling how it really is and trying to protect clean athletes. And clean athletes in generally who has no information about it, they want really much to stand up and support these individuals who come forward because we have to help them make sure that we can clean our sport now. Visible is only one little part of obviously a, a large intervention in relation to creating doping-free sport, but we feel that there has to be an independent foundation working on this. And what kind of things will you do to help a whistleblower? For example, the Stepanovs of, of Russia who helped ignite this controversy we're dealing with right now involving the state-sponsored doping in, in Russia. Yeah, that, I think uh, that's a very good example. I think first, Stefanos, they they weren't heard the first time. You know, they tried a number of times to send uh, information and e- emails to people on what they were doing, and, and they could not get their information to people. So we will help with that. Then they need to be protected in some ways from legally and get an understanding of what their positions are, and, you know, uh, and we will help finding a legal aid. Now there could be a potential media campaign 
or support with the media around the information they have, um, as well as, you know, like the Stefanovs, they needed a kickstart to start up their life again, where they're now trying to be protected. So they are not getting uh, retribution from people in Russia. Now, is Fair Sport able to help any athletes right now? The organization formed late last year, I understand. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. And you can go on fairsport.org and uh, and th there will be a confidential information channel to come to give us uh, um, the, that information. And we'll keep that confidential. It doesn't matter where they are in the world. Um, and we will facilitate help uh, in, in a way of uh, for them where they are. Uh, and that's very important. So it does not... You don't need to go and travel anywhere or any type of things like that. Well, in, in terms of contact, who do they reach? Do you have a staff right now? Are you looking for We're a staff? We're actually looking at the, an executive director. Now, currently, the board is very active, and we are volunteering our time to make sure that this is coming together very well. But we are searching for an executive director, uh, preferably an Olympian and a Paralympian, to come uh, as an athlete who has experience and passion to create clean sport, we think that can build a lot of credibility. For the second thing we're doing in the foundation is doing education to athletes and engagement of athletes, of particularly clean athletes, uh, helping Wade Athletes Commission, uh, uh, especially Becky Scott in, in her work and creation of a forum next year for athletes to articulate you know, their concerns towards the governing bodies in sport as well as creating a charter of athletes' rights. And do you have a physical location for the foundation? You're, you're Actually, in Toronto, right? I mean, yeah, like the modern world these days, Ed, is that we can be and work anywhere you are, you know? So a beautiful thing for the person, they, will, they don't need as an executive director. We don't have a place where they need to work. We all will work uh, virtually through a number of offices all around the world. And what about financing? You are in the need of funding for all of these projects, these services you want to provide. Obviously, that's very critical, and um, and we have a strong board who's helping on the fundraising side. We we have reached out to a number of um, individuals who've been backing this initiative, who truly believe it. In it, there are opportunities to give funds through the website as well, and I think also athletes will come forward and say, "Hey, I can, I want to help out, but at least in a small, symbolic ways." What kind of a budget do you think uh, your organization, Fair Sport, needs? That's a very good question. I'm unsure, but it could be dependent on the how number of people we will help. We just signed an agreement with um, with Vada. And we will sign a number of agreements with the national doping agencies uh, as they have getting whistleblowers to them. They might also need support and we would like to help them out. So, you know, we're talking about uh, probably, you know, in the million dollar, several million dollar budgets here uh, on an annual basis. Now, talk about the World Anti-Doping Agency. You just signed a memorandum of agreement with with WADA. What is the relationship how is that supposed to go in the future? Well, Vada has uh, signed a new office. It's called, uh, it's an independent investigative office, uh, which is independent to the management. And that's, uh, you know, led by a very credible source. Now, that individual works. And, they've, you know, Vada has 
signed new policies of whistleblowers. Uh, they are very restrictive in many ways, uh, but they are very important. So there are new uh, guidelines for whistleblowers to come forward. Uh, we are looking forward to working with that specific unit, uh, with the whistleblowers, if they feel they need some help in relation to those individuals who come forward uh, through them. And that's kind of the, and of course, as I mentioned, we're working on educational programs with the Atlas Commission. All right. We're talking with Johan Olaf Koss. He's one of the founders of Fair Sport, an organization that helps whistleblowers make make an impact to support them in a in a variety of ways. We also know Johan Olaf Koss for his work with Right to Play. Can you tell us a little about about how Right to Play is going and and projects that you're working on with this organization as well? Well, yeah, it's going great. As you know, we are using sport and play to educate and empower children in the most disadvantaged areas around the world. And, you know, currently we have 1.2 million kids in our program every single week, and we have impacted over tens of millions of kids now. So it's it's a great, great legacy. They're working really heavy now with the refugee situation. I mean, the world, sadly, hasn't come to much better um, over the recent years, and the crisis in the Middle East is something which we all feel and We've been working with um, refugees, both in the Middle Eastern countries as well as some of the European countries, and trying to help them, you know, in their transition into their new lives or even in their, when they are sitting in the camps. Um, in addition to that, we're using a lot of play and learning uh, to learn in the school programs in developing nations, a number of African countries, for instance, and that they've been very successful in um, both in attendance, improving the attendance and the quality of learning for those uh, individual students. So we're very, very optimistic and the expansion here is dramatic. Uh, we're going to be over the next, you know, five years. Fantastic. And uh, 1994 was my first Winter Olympic Games. I think it might have been your last Winter Olympic Games, but it was... Uh, <laughs> Pretty good <laughs> that, place that, for our that, careers that, to intersect. That aged, that aged me a lot, then, <laughs> I have to say. The way you put that in the plan perspective. But, but I was, uh, you were, you were truly one of my, the the memorable memorable aspects of those Olympics for me, for sure. And Lilyhammer, um, you put on the skates anymore? Do you? Well, uh, I have, uh, I, you know, I have a couple of boys um, myself now, and. They're uh, one of very active on the hockey, so I'm, I'm more on those hockey skates than I ever thought I would be in my entire life. I'm enjoying uh, spending time with them on the ice, of course. And my daughter is very active. I think she's kind of thinking about figure skating. So we'll see. This is uh, speed skating in Toronto is not a big uh, sport, I can say that much. But the hockey and figure skating is a huge tradition there, and they have fantastic coaches and. Uh, they're doing really well with the kids. And a fourth member of the uh, of team, Johan Olaf Koss, coming next month. Yes, uh, well, uh, we had to kind of fill up a team, I suppose. And now it's, uh, yeah, we're very lucky and fortunate. Uh, and, uh, you know, Knockwood, the next month we'll have our fourth child. Well, congratulations and uh, good luck to everything. Johan Olaf Koss from Fair Sport and Right to Play. Thanks very much for joining us on Around the Rings Radio today. Yeah, thanks, Ed. And for everybody who's interested in uh, becoming an executive director, go to fairsport.org, and you can see the job description there. Let's see if we can help find you one. Thanks again. This is Around the Rings editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio. See you next time. Good day. <laughs>